Welcome to Lawyer Business Advantage. This podcast is dedicated to helping attorneys earn more money, get better clients, and spend more time with family. I'm your host, Alej Yajnik, founder of Law Firm Success Group. Smart business guidance for small law firms begins in three, two, one. Welcome to the Lawyer Business Advantage. I'm your host, Steve Fretzen, lawyer coach and host of the Be That Lawyer podcast. So what happened to Alej? Well, he's actually my guest today. How you doing, Alej? Hey, I'm doing great, Steve. Thanks for doing this. Yeah, yeah. Well, we thought it'd be fun to host each other's podcasts. And since attorney entrepreneurs who listen may not have heard you as a guest that I thought you've been working with attorneys to help them grow their law firms for over a decade. And it's just good to hear the other side of it. Instead of you interviewing, you get to be interviewed and get to share kind of your wisdom. So let's go back to the beginning and and talk about why did you choose to work exclusively with law firms? Yeah, thanks for asking, Steve. And uh, you know, shout out to our good friend Gary Johnson. You're missing <laughs> out, buddy. You know what we're talking about. So, why did I choose to work exclusively with law firms? Well, I started my business coaching practice a long time ago, after 17 years in Silicon Valley, and I was working with all kinds of businesses. And I ended up working with these small law firms. Realized a couple of things. One is I was able to move the needle with them really quickly. Like we were able to make changes in their business right away able to see the benefits right away. It was very gratifying for me. It's getting great results with my clients. I actually like working with lawyers. I know that may sound a little loopy, but I do. I love my clients. I love working with attorneys. On an emotional side too, I figure that attorneys solve some of the most difficult problems that clients are ever going to face. I mean, if it's family law, it's one of the toughest times they'll, they'll ever be going through. If it's employment law, they're either they've either been mistreated by an employer or They might be facing a break the business kind of a situation. Corporate, the work that corporate attorneys do impacts not only the business, but the employees inside those businesses, estates and trusts, incredibly emotional time for all of these families and what they're dealing with, and on and on and on. The biggest problems that people have, attorneys are involved in helping them solve those problems. So they're helping everybody else, but they're not helping themselves. And the incidence of stress-related issues, depression, alcoholism, health problems, it's all very well documented. Attorneys take care of everyone and they take care of themselves last. They don't make enough money. They work too many hours and they're oftentimes unhappy with the practices they have. And here's the thing, Steve, and you know this, it doesn't have to be that way. If they run their law firm like a really good business, they'll be making good money. They don't have to work crazy hours. They can take real vacations. They can enjoy their clients. It's all right there. But because they don't know that. They're not trained to run a business. They don't have exposure to those business best practices. They end up dealing with these other situations. So I feel like it's a real opportunity for me to get in here and make a difference with a group of people that really deserve a better shot than what they've been getting. Yeah. And I, I mean, outside of the, the the things that you and I talk about, like how they're nice people, they're good people, they're intelligent, they don't learn anything about growing their law practices in law school or at the law firm level. So they have all the potential in the world. They just they just need guidance. And, and I know I used to work with salespeople and entrepreneurs. And it was like, when I start working and coaching, I'd have to, like, it'd be like a whiteboard that's filled with junk. And I'd have to erase it all to try to get my ideas onto their whiteboard. With attorneys, mostly it's, it's, it's just a, a plain board, right? So whatever we give them, it's like, jewel or you know jewel or gem after gem after gem and they're they're generally open minded they they're looking for systems and processes as opposed to just winging it yeah and they're super smart so they're able to execute on what we talk about which is really cool yeah so 
In addition to hosting your show and being the founder of Law Firm Success Group, you're an author as well. What inspired you to write Staffing Up, The Attorney's Guide to Hiring Top Talent? Yeah, thanks, Steve. I've only written one book. I think you've got, what, four? I've got four and a fifth is not on the way. (laughs) (laughs) So I've just written the one. And uh, what inspired me to write it? You know, when I started working with attorneys, it was really on the business development and marketing side. And very quickly, I moved away from that. You do great work in that space. Um, Several other coaches do great work in that space. What I found with my clients is they very quickly ended up getting all the work that they that they were able to handle and then they needed to hire and they didn't have any tools with which to go hire they didn't know who to hire how to interview how to make an offer and then how to onboard and train someone for success and so really a lot of my practice shifted to doing that i just ended up teaching you know teaching the same things over and over again to my clients and so i decided gosh let me just write this as a book because this has not been written out there. There's not another book that I know of that teaches attorneys specifically whom to hire, when to hire, and how to hire. And that's what this book tries to do. And I was able to keep it short because I know the attorney entrepreneurs that are listening don't have a lot of time on their hands. So we made it made it super easy. Well, then it's a, just another example of, of a gap of knowledge that you know most people would have, but, but lawyers in particular aren't taught these things. So having a book and a resource and your expertise behind that certainly makes it. That's the scariest hire, right? Their first, their first uh, associate. Yeah, their first, their first hire is scary because adding that yeah. that fixed cost, whether it's a an associate or an assistant or a paralegal, whomever, whomever it happens to be. Is there, uh, you know, I want to get into some tips about law firm owners growing their firms, but is there a tip or two from the book that you can share? on hiring top talent what are what like one or two things that you recommend they should do to ensure they don't get in a bad situation yeah uh great question so the first section of the book is called hiring habits and that's where we talk about some basic principles that are easy to apply that every attorney should be doing the first thing is most attorneys the number one mistake attorneys make when they hire is they hire too late especially with these small law firms the attorneys wait until they're super busy and they absolutely have to hire someone because they can't handle the workload then what happens? When they hire that person, now they've got to train them, but they don't have the time to look for the right person. They don't have the time to train the right person. So oftentimes it ends up being a desperation hire and then a desperation fire. That's a situation we want to avoid. So number one, you know, don't wait too long to hire. Number two, and this kind of goes hand in hand with number one, you should always have your A-team kind of out there in your mind. There are people that you know that you wish were working for you in your law firm. And the timing may be off, maybe your firm's not big enough and you can't afford them, whatever it happens to be, it's not the right fit or the right time. But if you could wave a magic wand, you would have you know certain paralegals and certain attorneys working with you. Have those names down on a piece of paper because those are going to be your go-tos when you try to hire. Either you'll want to hire them themselves or they'll be able to recommend you other people. Because guess what? If you're going to an all-star and asking for a recommendation, they're going to most likely recommend you to what, Steve? Yeah, another else. Yeah, another all-star. Yeah, absolutely. That's what we want to have. So those are the two tips. And the third one that I'll throw in there is oftentimes, especially with that first hire, it's a it's a big investment. I know. I know it is. And it may be more than what you feel that you can afford. But the number two mistake <laughs> that I see attorneys make is they hire someone too cheap. They don't pay them enough. And you do get what you pay for. So oftentimes, if you're really busy, you have a lot going on, it's worth paying more to get someone who is really, really good rather than hiring cheap, getting someone 
fresh out of college when what you need is someone who has a ton of experience. It's not going to be a fit. Well, the other misconception is that if you hire someone and let's say you're going to pay them 100000 a year, just to come up with a, a number out of the air, that you actually are paying them 100000 for the year. I mean, if, if they go 90 days and you've trained them and worked with them and they're just not a good fit and it was a big mistake, you're not really paying $100,000. you are paying you know the, the three months that they were there, right? So you want to be prepared for the hundred, but you know, again, they should be a profit center, especially an associate, then paying a lot more back than a hundred thousand than than it may be costing you. Yeah, and that's and that's a conversation we end up having to have with a lot of our clients. We actually have to lay that out on paper and show them what we mean when we talk about a profit center and how those financials can really impact their firm and the projections of, okay, here's your firm's revenue with this attorney or this paralegal. And here are your firm's revenues as they are. And you can kind of see the difference. And then the attorneys can figure out, okay, here's how much more I'm actually putting in my pocket. And the fun part about all of this is when our clients start to take time off and they now have a team working for them and they come back from their vacation and their bank account is larger than than when they left. And they're like, this is amazing. (laughs) (laughs) It's always fun to see that. Yeah, I mean that's the that's sort of the promised land for most attorneys is is scaling up one, two, three associates over time and watching those profit centers play out as as you as the lead attorney can spend more time on business development and marketing, spend more time, you know, managing the team versus maybe doing every little grunt task that exists in the, you know, that comes comes over across your desk. Yeah. And the attorneys really start to enjoy that. Once they start to see that model, then it clicks and they're like, okay, this is fantastic. Let me start to hire. And so this idea of, you know, you don't want to overhire, you don't want to underhire, you have to hire at the right time for the right roles. That's where it gets to be really interesting. Yeah. Awesome stuff. And share a few tips with us for the law firm owners who are growing their firms. What are you working with them on? Usually when law firm owners are working with us, there's a few challenges they're dealing with. One is they need to increase their book of business. They want more revenue, but they don't have time. And because they don't have time, they're not able to do any kind of business development. So very quickly, it shifts to a time management issue. And this is this is something that I think we both get into, Steve, is the symptom is one thing, but the cures may be completely different. So if someone comes to me and says, look, I'm not making enough money in my firm, my revenue isn't where I need it to be. I need more clients, I need more revenue. Oftentimes it could be, yeah, maybe they do. And maybe they need to talk to Steve and, and, and join Steve's program and be business development rock stars. Maybe it's a time management problem though. And maybe the time management problem is caused by maybe it's their habits or maybe they're just out of time and they need to hire some people and put in some systems. And so very quickly, that one issue of the revenue can take you know many potential different solutions. Likewise, if an attorney comes to us and says they're exhausted, they're doing everything, their team's not doing anything, there's a couple of things potentially going on. One, it may have been five years since they last took a real vacation and they're just exhausted. Their idea of a vacation is being in a hotel room, having their family go out and have a great time while they're spending hours a day working. Or maybe it is that there's a delegation challenge or there's a team challenge or or what have you. Um, so those are those are some of the things we typically work with our clients on. But but and I think part of it is they're in it, right? They can't see the forest for the trees. They're they're in the they're in the mess that they're in. And it's just hard to see outside of that mess or see outside of themselves of what the problem is or how to get out of it. Yeah. Especially if you don't know that it could be any better. I mean, that, that to me is the thing like they're in there going, Oh my God, 
I'm working all these hours, I'm miserable, but they don't see how it can be better. And so they just keep on doing what they're doing. Yeah. Any other tips for law firm owners who are growing their firms that you want to share before we move on? I've got a, a few more questions I think that I want to pull out, pull, pull a rabbit out of a hat here. Yeah, sure. The, the one message I want to leave the attorney entrepreneurs with, and you've all heard me talk about this before, is time is your most precious asset. You can't get more of it. It's perishable. Can't save it up. Here's the good news. Everyone has the same amount of time. <laughs> equal equal playing ground. Equal playing ground, completely level playing field. The only question is, how are you going to use it? And that impacts these small law firms in all sorts of ways. So number one thing, make sure you've got your time under control. And I've talked about the 2010-5 rule before. I want to share it with you again. It's a way of thinking about where you're spending your time. And if you're a transaction attorney, this is going to work really well for you. So 20 hours a week in client work, 10 hours a week in business development and marketing, five hours a week in law firm admin. When I say those numbers, pushback I get immediately is 20 hours a week is too less than client work. <laughs> and 10 hours a week is too much on marketing and business development. But if you're looking to grow your firm, you're going to have to invest that time. And if you're spending too much time in client work, you're going to need to become more productive or bring on some assistance. So that's the one thing I'd probably like everyone to be left with. Well, and the good news today is that it's never been easier to find people to delegate to. It used to be in the old days, you had to you know hire a full-time person. They had to be in your office. You had to pay insurance. It was a full-time hire situation for many. And, and today there's all these you know virtual assistants and options for people that can take the little things off your plate, go through your email, help you with your social media, you know, help you with, you know, making cop, whatever it is that, that you need done. It's not necessarily it has to be your job. Absolutely. It's never been easier to delegate some of those simple tasks. Likewise, training has never, and delegation has never been a more important skill than it is now because there's so many options. You have to get really good at being able to teach someone how to do things the way you want things to be done. Well, speaking of teaching, what can lawyers expect when they work with your firm, when they work you know, with you or your group, the group of, of professionals that you've assembled? So the experience a client gets when they work with us, it's all one-on-one -on -one stuff. So we don't do any, any group, anything. So all the time, uh, clients are meeting with us one-on-one. -on -one. And by us, I mean, we take a team approach to coaching. I have certain strengths as a coach. I think I'm a, a really good all-around coach, but I still have strengths just like every other coach does. It's hard in a one-on-one -on -one relationship for a client to get a complete, absolute rock star business coach. It's just hard. So we take a team approach to working with our clients. Every client works with me. They also work with a coach on my team and we're complimentary. We're always in sync with our clients. And so the client gets that complimentary experience. They're meeting with us three out of four weeks out of the month. The next thing they get is they get a full service approach because as we know, business happens and life happens in between coaching sessions. So if clients have an issue and they need to touch base real quick, that's never an issue for us. We always want to make sure that our clients are successful and that they're supported as much as they can by us. What does that translate to in terms of results? Well, there's tangible and there's intangible results. Tangible results, you're looking at you know 20 to 40% revenue growth in 12 months, hopefully a lot more, but that's kind of a baseline. Um, you're looking at taking typically uh, an additional two weeks off of what you were taking before. And then, you know, and then this this next part is the intangible stuff, you know, feeling more in control about your firm liking your clients, uh, liking the skills you've developed and just being happier. I mean, that's really, really what everyone's looking for is that that balance of happiness, work, growth, and and just fulfillment that 
when you're building a business that it's it's building that it's it's actually working and it's working for your family. I mean, that's ultimately what what the goal is. What are you looking forward to with Law Firm Success Group? What's next on your list? Well, we've got a couple of things we're we're cooking up, which I'm very excited about. One is um, taking a different approach to the podcast, and Steve, you're going to be a part of that. We're actually getting a few specific people that I've you know worked with and had on the show before that are just phenomenal. We're going to be doing more episodes with them over the course of the year. So, Steve, thanks for joining up with that. Yeah, Looking forward to doing happy. our episodes, and we have a bunch of other folks. Uh, so that way, it's not a different person every time. Is Gary is Gary Johnson involved in that? I think Gary Johnson is uh, involved in that. <laughs> I don't want. I don't know that I want to be a part of that, but okay. We might have to have a, a podcast <laughs> with with both of you at the same time. Oh I don't my! Know if I can handle that. My no, show I, might just explode. <laughs> yeah, you might you might get a little overwhelmed. <laughs> well, we're looking forward to that. And then as far as clients go, we're continuing to expand our footprint nationally. Um, we're bringing on new coaches, rolling out a new version of my training program for my existing coaches. And so we're really excited with uh, being able to take better care of our clients in 2024, add a few as well. And so like when we think about the the future of of not only legal but but legal business development, legal growth, growing people low. I mean, how do you do you see do you see it coming around where lawyers are gonna get trained in more in, in the business side in law school? Or do you feel like what's the future of, of legal look like? Technology's changing, you know, people are people are hiring coaches like you and I. Where do you think it's going? Well, I think there's a lot of ways it could go. I really appreciate in many ways the European model where law firms and accounting firms, for example, can be the same firm. There's a lot of benefits to that and having one firm be, you know, trusted advisors. I know there's a lot of feedback in the legal community about having non-lawyers, um, you know, be a part of law firms, both pros and cons. I think some states are doing that already. I think probably more states will start to allow that. And those kinds of evolutions are really unlocking the ability of law firms to move forward fast. You mentioned legal tech. That is becoming, it's gone from <laughs> people still using outdated technology, even 20, 30 years old. Now it's starting to move really into a cutting edge space. And what's really cool about that is that is an advantage, I think, that smaller law firms have over larger firms. They can be more nimble. They can adopt technology faster. They can deploy it better. I mean, they can get better results of their clients. You know, the AI beast is out there and that's and that's going to be really interesting. But what's cool for, for the small law firms I'm working with is it's never been easier for them to learn how to run a really good business. There are more attorney coaches that are out there. We're now specializing in different areas of a law firm practice. And attorney entrepreneurs, if you're listening, let me just be the first to tell you, running a law firm is much easier than learning how to practice law. It's just that you haven't been exposed to it. So if you can be a lawyer, you can totally be a business owner and you can have an amazing business. And it's never been easier to reach out and get that help and support that you need so you can grow your firm without all the growing pains that are involved. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is a lot of the stuff that we're doing are, they're all, you know, they're learned skills. There's a saying, you know, hey, that person's a natural entrepreneur, natural rainmaker, natural this, natural that. That may be true. That might be true in the sense that they may have the personality for something. Uh, or maybe they just have an affinity towards it, but it's all, it's all, it's anybody has the capacity to do something if they have the motivation. Yeah, I totally agree. And that really is a key part of this, isn't it, Steve, is the, the attorneys we both work with are motivated to grow and they're motivated to change and develop themselves. Yeah. I was talking to a, a really phenomenal marketing guy today, and he was talking to me about 
you know, there's really two types of attorneys. There's attorneys that want to just, you know, get the work done and keep their head down. And there's attorneys that see the future. They see more. They see that there's an opportunity for them to be an entrepreneur, for them to make equity partner, for them to be a rainmaker and what comes with that. And we really can only work with the ones on one side of the line. There's there's not a lot of room for us to help the folks that that just want to keep their head down and bill hours. Yeah, for sure. And those are the people that hopefully don't own their own firms because you know they're not going to grow with that approach. And you know, the other side of that is true is if you're not along for the ride and you're not investing in yourself and you're not investing in your firm and deploying that technology, the firms that are and the attorneys that are are just going to pass those people by and they're going to do it really, really fast. So kind of my final question for you as we wrap up is like, what's the perfect, and I know you do a number of things, but like, what are the, what's the perfect lawyer for you? The perfect scenario where they've got, they, they, with your help, everything good can happen. Yeah. Great question, Steve. Thanks for asking. So, you know, we do a lot of different things and we do all of those things because that's what our clients require of us. They can't go out and hire eight different coaches. They have to hire one or two. And so we have to take a broader approach. So our focus is working with law firms with two owners or less. So solo attorneys, uh, single partner law firms, two partner law firms, and that's it. And we use that approach because all of our materials, all of our techniques, all of our content has been developed for those size firms to get them the result as quickly as possible. So typically that's the demographic. They're in the US, they're looking to grow. So grow in terms of revenue, grow in terms of profit, but not just grow, you know, to your point, they also want to enjoy their life. They want to be able to take more time off. They want to have a team who can do the work so they can only do what they want to do, whether that's business development and rainmaking or whether it's running their firm as a CEO of their firm, whatever that happens to be. For us, it's just as important that the client takes the time off as well as grows the firm. But some of our clients are really focused on one or the other, and that's okay too, as long as they have the perfect practice for them. Perfect in terms of income, perfect in terms of time off, perfect in terms of clients and fulfillment. That's what we want for all of our clients. And the clients that want that for themselves and are willing to take the next step, we love working with those people. Yeah. And I think when you find the right motivation and the right kind of gaps or issues, that's where all that's where everything comes together. I mean, that's that's when when beautiful, you know, music can happen. If people want to connect with you, they want to, you know, engage you, they want to figure out like how they can work with you and your group. What's the best way for them to do that? Yeah. If you want to connect with me, just uh, connect with me on LinkedIn. Um, and if you want to um, ping my group, just go to lawfromsuccessgroup.com. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Lay, thank you for being, a, being on the Lawyer Business Advantage. Thank you for being on your show and allowing me to come and host and guest host. And, uh, you know, always a lot of fun talking with you, hanging with you, and in this case, interviewing you and, you know, getting getting the goods out for the people that are listening to your show every single uh, episode and and wondering, hey, you know, he's always interviewing people. How can I can I hear what this guy does? So I, I'm just happy that I could that we could uh, do that for each other. And I, and I really enjoy and appreciate our friendship as well. I think that's, it goes to show that coopetition uh, is a thing and that that people that work in similar spaces can can be friends and also collaborate and, and really you know care for each other. Totally agree. And thank you so much, Steve, for being on and hosting. This has been fantastic. Encourage all you attorney entrepreneurs to check out Steve's podcast, Be That Lawyer. It's fin- fantastic. He's a great host, as you can see, and he has some really awesome guests, not just me. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, right, Steve. Well, thank you, everybody. Thanks, thanks, Alay. That's a wrap for this episode of the Lawyer Business Advantage podcast. 
One thing that would really help both us and other new potential listeners is for you to rate this show and leave a comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you tune in to listen. And I want to hear from you. So connect with me on LinkedIn and let me know what you think of this episode. And if you are a solo or an owner of a small law firm, and you're looking to earn more money, attract better clients, or reduce your stress, we would love to talk with you to see how we can help. Request your free law firm assessment by visiting lawfirmsuccessgroup.com. Again, that URL is lawfirmsuccessgroup.com. We look forward to talking with you soon. Thank you for listening. My name is Ale Yajnik. Until next time, remember, you can seize freedom. You can embrace happiness. You can build your perfect practice.